Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. Joining us on That Weekend Feeling today, author, actor, playwright and national treasure, John Carney. How are you, John? Thanks for your time. Absolutely fine. You make me feel so old by calling me a national treasure. But you are. <laughs> You're like a museum. No, I'm not sure. If we if we take a look at the list of things you've done, I'll, I'll need yeah more than just ten fingers on my hands. <laughs> Your latest project, Kunene and the King. You're on a national tour. You wrote the play. You star in the play. Tell folks what it's about. Kunene and the King examines the responses of South Africans in 2019 when we were all celebrating 25 years of democracy. So people have different point of views. Some are celebrating achievement. Some are almost celebrating a failed state. So you examine that through two characters. One is uh, Jack Morris, and this well-known, established Shakespearean actor. In fact, South Africa's Lawrence of Olivia. Lawrence Olivia, <laughs> and then Kunene is a retired nurse from Charlotte Mike Hospital, who now was working on the oncology section. He's given a job by looking after the elderly now in very rich suburbs of Johannesburg. And that's where he meets uh, Jack Morris, who, of course, is awaiting the final signing of the contract. He's going to play King Lear down the road, down the road at the Artscape in Cape Town. Unfortunately, he's got a, a terminal disease and he's hoping beyond hope, beyond doctor's advice. It's possible he might not make Cape Town, but he is determined he'll make Cape Town. So the two men meet, and the only thing common in both of them, except that they're South Africans living in one planet called South Africa, is the fact that they love Shakespeare so much, and that's what keeps them together. So it's a wonderful sort of narrative of our lives, our stories, where we come from, and uh, our past, most importantly, where we're going. Well, it's quite a coup for yourself and for your production team that you've managed to get a South African of the stature of Sir Anthony Sher to star in this play. That must have been a good feeling for you as well. Absolutely. I've worked with Anthony in 2009. We were doing The Tempest together at the Royal, at the Royal Shakespeare Company. And I promised that one day I'll find something for us to do. So when I called him in 2018, he said, John, it's 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Tony, I don't say it doesn't come like that. With a great time, he's such a magnificent actor. It's unbelievable. But the strange thing is that uh, last year, Tony passed away. Yeah. With, because of the same disease. Very sad. The actor he was playing. So we then sat together with Janice Honeyman, many men and a company imagine lighting designer, and we thought there's only one actor, Michael Richard. Michael is uh, South Africa's greatest actor that I know. And I've always wanted to work with him. Remember, we met at the State Theatre a couple of years ago. He was doing a play called Reds. And I said, we've got to find something. He says, you say that all the time. And when this opportunity presented itself, I called him. He said, absolutely. He's doing a project that is touring abroad. He managed to find the space to do this tour with me before leaving. John, tell us a bit about the writing process for you. King and Kunene, was it a long time coming or relatively quick? It's a long time coming. You know, a, um, I really digest. I'm, I always say I'm like an animal that sort of chews the card and stays very quiet. 
and you get this idea and then it disappears and suddenly uh, it presents itself in such a strong form that you are forced now to face what after a few get called the blank page. <laughs> that you always said to me, never write the title, John. It commits you to that title. Tell the story. Then that's the process for me. And have to have the once upon a time. It's almost merging the African storytelling with theater in the Western concept. And you bring them together, but you still retain the fact that the audience feels like someone is saying, once upon a time, sit down, sit down, children, let me tell you a story. There were these two people coming from two different backgrounds. They were forced by an illness and sort of job opportunities to be together. What is the problem? Where did they go from here? I will then start writing uh, using my hand, of course, because the problem with the left, the computer, it keeps correcting my spelling of happy to glad. <laughs> <laughs> and John, it's... It sounds as if the spark and the flame still burns within you. After such a stellar career, I find that rather impressive. You're still hungry for more. Absolutely. There's so many stories to be told. I mean, you walk around, I watch young people, I watch the femicide, I watch gender-based violence, I watch corruption, I watch the greed in my country, I watch the progress, the moving ahead, that the world is waiting, is looking at South Africa to define the course of next action against COVID-19. What are the various sort of variances? There's, there's Omicron and all. And that's another step. There is also the, the great, I mean, the achievement in sport and culture. So these things, for me, always stay as we need to tell the good story of South Africa. Yes, there is a story which we all know, which is not the good side of our country and our people. But there is also the good story. So I love to balance the two all the time, to present to the audience the two positions of South Africans. John, from the 7th to the 10th of July, you'll be playing in Nelson Mandela Bay. Where else has King and Kunene been played so far? The tour goes where? Oh, we started in Joburg Theatre in, in Joburg. Now we go to Wendeben. Then we go to Kabecha, where I come from. <laughs> Port Elizabeth, and then we go to Stellenbosch. We will spread this part of the tour finishes in Stellenbosch. We will then be set together again to map the other provinces, checking on availabilities that on my side and also on Michael Richard's side. And you happy with the reaction from audiences so far? What have they been like? Wow, my lord! I mean, the, in every evening we have more than five hundred people at the Joburg Theatre. And the young people, young actors, who called who called the whole experience as a masterclass. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the masterclass. I'm thinking no more. I just told the play, and of course the elderly people who says, "My Lord, took us back to that time." But we love the fact that you bring us back into where we should be going. I mean, the the, the, the incredible people and different responses and the people waiting outside. But what was more important for me is the acknowledgement that the the actor is dying of terminal liver cancer. We had to do extensive research on this disease in the manner in which we present it, because you all know that someone in the audience, someone everywhere has had lost a mother, a father, a relative through this disease. But the uh, Cancer Association of England came to see the play the night the mayor 
of, the, of London walked in and just bought a seat and then waited for us. It's an incredible experience how sensitive we've been and how revealing into like when somebody is told that they've got something they can't handle and the first people that they hit out at is the closest people to them, the family, the helper, the, the, the carer. And it's that experience that we go through. And I think that we, we, we managed to treat it with incredible dignity. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and thoughts on acting with us today, John. We look forward to welcoming you back to the Eastern Cape, the part of South Africa which born you. Thank you for joining us today on That Weekend Feeling. Thank you very much. Looking forward to Grebecha. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.